Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seventy-five years old and still going strong. Hit after hit, and we won't stop the music or the conversations. We are AM 1070 WDIA, Memphis. 1070 WDIA celebrates Black History Month with special vignettes brought to life from the cast of Ataro Fine Arts. Be inspired and motivated by our rich black history and the many contributions we have made to our world. Brought to you by Milano's Menswear and the heart and soul of Memphis. AM 1070 WDIA. Don't miss Milano Menswear's huge designer collection sale. Right now, designer suits by Tiglio were $800. Now start as low as $199. Complete the look with exotic shoes from Meslin and Belvedere. 25% off. Always get designer quality for less. Milano. Bev Johnson Show. Bev Johnson's got Memphis talking. Good afternoon and welcome back to the second half of the Bev Johnson Show here at WDIA. The indoctrination of African-American children into a colonized mindset by a school system designed, organized, and maintained to effectively miseducate and deculturalize African-American children. We're talking about that with Dr. Warren Harper, psychologist, and mental health specialist. All right, Dr. Harper, continue our session. Okay, I'm going to be talking about the ingredients of a curriculum, an African-centered curriculum. And I'm taking this information from a number of textbooks. Number one, revolutionary pedagogy. Remember, pedagogy means teaching. Mm -hmm. Revolutionary pedagogy, a primer for teachers of black children by Dr. Molefe Asante. The second text I'm taking it from is called Saba, SBA, the Reawakening of the African Mind by Dr. Asa Hilliard III. And the third text I'm taking this information from is the Afrocentric School, a blueprint. This sister has put together a comprehensive curriculum starting at age three to five, mm. lesson plans. Mm. Five to six, lesson plans. Six to seven, seven to eight, eight to nine, every two year up ages of 15 lesson plans that start with language arts and, and mathematics and geography, but also it has our history involved in all these subjects. Believe me, it is a, it is a brilliant text 
It is an example of what an African-centered curriculum looks like, starting with three-year-olds being taught. Also, I'm, I'm taking from some of this information from the Sankofa Freedom School Academy, a charter school. So here we go. This is the information that should be in part of that curriculum. It's not everything, but just some of it. Here we go. Number one, human beings originated on the African continent. Everyone in the world's DNA can be traced back to an African mother and father who lived between 100 and 200,000 years ago. Homo sapiens, the humans who inhabit Earth today, have resided in Africa for at least 250,000 years. Homo sapiens, the humans who inhabit the Earth today, originated in East Africa and spread to the rest of the Earth between 80 to 50,000 years ago. All human migration to other parts of the world left from Africa. And as we migrated out of Africa, our observable characteristics changed. So as migrated people live and adjust to different lands and their climates over time, their facial features and skin color changes. However, still all people at one time were African, highly melanated, and what we consider today as black. The Afrocentric school places Africa, the, the birthplace of humanity and civilization, at the center of knowledge. Number six, the originators, the originators, listen, of geometry, sculpture, medicine, philosophy, and astrology were all Africans. Mm. Our children need to know that. It's impossible not to know how to read mm. when, you, when you know what, 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 our, what our ancestors did. Yeah. Number seven, the revolutionary pedagogy does not define others as evil, primitive, or devils in order to minimize them. Number eight. Revolutionary pedagogy seeks to end all forms of discrimination based on false premises of race, gender, religion, class, and fashion. Number nine, a revolutionary pedagogy teaches that historically Africans, our ancestors, experienced what is referred to as the ma'afa, the ma'afa, mm. which is a Kiswahili term that means disaster and refers to the terroristic interruption of African civilization that occasioned by, by occurred by Europeans and Arab slavery and aggression, aggression against us. Number 10, to counter the Ma'afa, which is the great disaster, we have to do what Dr. Hilliard describes as, as a Wemi Masu, which is a, key, a comedic term meaning the birth or reawakening and healing from the Ma'afa. And so by doing so, pursuing the wisdom of our ancestors in doing, in doing this. Number 11, in an effort to reawaken our African mind, and particularly the minds of our children, we must ensure that the goal of our education system and socialization processes is to understand and live up to the principles of ma'at, the mm. principles or the values of ma'at. And these are the values that, that, that are taught. Ma'at is a comedic term representing truth, justice, order, righteousness, balance, reciprocity, and harmony. These are the values that our children will be taught in our Afrocentric schools. Number 12, we must fully understand that beginning in the 18th century, European academicians, researchers, and writers constructed a cultural belief largely based on skin color, which places humanity in a color-coded hierarchy denoting superiority and inferiority, with European men and women at the top and African Americans at the bottom and considered inferior. This cultural lie and belief system became a doctrine that gave Caucasians the justification to take over and control Africans and other Melanics throughout the entire planet. Number 13, those who created the institution of chattel slavery did so with the belief 
that the victims or Africans had no human value. Hmm. Number 14, the enslavement of Africans was a crime against humanity and genocidal by today's definition of genocide. Number 15, that in every society, the dominant culture determines what is best taught in its schools and what is taught is in line with enhancing the knowledge, well-being, and the survival of the dominant culture. But in a society dominated by anti-black racist leaders, the schools will teach information that is in line with their explicit and implicit racist and anti-black beliefs. Number 16, this moves towards student expectations. Students in an Afrocentric education system demonstrate rigorous, you hear what I said, rigorous understanding of reading, writing, oratory, numeracy, media, technology, and apply them to the content areas of history, arts, and humanities. This is referred to as African deep thought mm. and scholarship. Students in an Afrocentric education system will apply African history, values, and culture, and the aesthetics to the holistic development of themselves, their families, their communities, and the world. This is referred to as Sankofa, and African-centeredness. Students in an Afrocentered education system engage in asking and answering questions regarding the nature of being, the purpose of life, and applying it to oneself, one's family, community, nation, and the world and universe. This is referred to as the reawakening of one's knowledge, healing from one's traumatic past, and developing critical consciousness. Number 19, students in an Afrocentric education system utilize their scholarship, African-centeredness, and critical consciousness to contribute to making the world a better place. This is referred to as student leadership and engaging in righteous action to heal the world. The core principles of an Afrocentric education system is to build and maintain a peaceful, productive community where everyone is valued and everyone is expected to contribute something valuable to the collective. Students and teachers of an Afrocentric education system affirm that the freedom they seek is the freedom to be their best selves so that they can build strong relationships, healthy families, and a peaceful world characterized by justice and harmony. In an Afrocentric education system, there must be a place where everyone is physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually safe. That teachers and students must commit themselves to reflecting the virtues of ma'at, which again are scholarship, order, balance, harmony, justice, truth, righteousness, and reciprocity. Teachers and students must work together communally to reflect the principles of respect, unity, self-determination, collective work and responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith, the Nguza Saba. Number 25, teachers in an Afrocentric education system are expected to create an environment that fosters public and collegial trust, personal and institutional integrity, high levels of competence, and accurate accountability, and a positive atmosphere characterized by integrity, fairness, respect, and caring. Teachers are further expected to be truthful, honest, and, and righteous, treat all persons with respect, take responsibility and demonstrate accountability for their actions, strive to be fair in all matters, pursue excellence in all things scholarship, mm -hmm. culture, community, and leadership, uphold all communal policies and rules, avoid conflicts of interest or any appearance of impropriety, work in cooperation with others to protect and improve the school community and advance the well-being of students, staff, and all others in the community. 27. Teachers must be educated in understanding the ancient African principles that guide our behavior and the way that we seek knowledge. 28. Afrocentric teachers are those who understand or are in the the current conditions that have beset African people on a global scale. 
They are those who place Africa at the center of the story of humanity. Number 30, the Afrocentric teacher must be able to assess the current conditions of the girl and boys whom they teach, assess the damage caused by racism and gender abuse these children have suffered. A prerequisite is that Afrocentric teacher must love the children mm. as spiritual beings. We are all spiritual beings walking around in human form. Mm -hmm. The children will grow, will, will know if you love them or not. It is that spiritual connection between educator and student that will enhance the education process. 32, the Afrocentric educator must be aware of his or her ancestral relationship to those who have gone before and recognition to their ancestors. And 35, the Afrocentric educator must also recognize his or her own frailties and be understanding of the process that we all are undergoing, including and especially their students. All of this must be taught to our children to counter the lies spread by European-centered American school systems. And the aim of all this mm -hmm. is to help children to, to locate and relocate the African people and phenomena within the context of African historical agency, to help children become literate in reading, writing, history, geography, science, philosophy, music, and mathematics so that they can compete in the greater society and participate in making decisions about their futures. Help our children and our families learn the truth of his story and her story. To help our children to build a foundation for learning skills, including agriculture, that can help their communities. To encourage the artistic and musical features of their lives, the Afrocentric School will help to develop the mind, skills, and potentiality of children and therefore the communities in which they are located. That's what Afrocentric School curriculum is about in part. I like that. If you buy the book, you will see this sister has it all laid out for every subject you can think. So for all these naysayers who are saying, Dr. Harper, sound like all you want to do is teach African history. Uh-uh. <laughs> African history is world history. Right. And see, we've been, missing, we've been misinformed that European history is world history. Let's get ourselves straight for a change. We're talking. When we come back, we'll go to our phone lines, Dr. Warren Harper. We're in session. Hold on, callers. Hold on, listeners. We will get to you next. We're opening up our phone lines, 535-9342. 535-9342. You're listening to WDIA. Great information, good conversation, and most certainly entertaining on the Bev Johnson Show, only on WDIA. Seventy-five years, WDIA has been the musical fabric of Memphis. Hi, this is Bill Atkins of Steel and Bill back in the 1980s. Yes, I'm here to just congratulate WDIA on its 75th radio anniversary. You'll forever be our goodwill and good time station, AM 1070, WDIA. We're still your station of goodwill and good times. Celebrating 75 years on the radio, 1070 WDIA.
You're listening to The Bev Johnson Show. Here's Bev Johnson. And we're going to our phone lines to talk with you. Mo Lee. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, my sister. How be you today? Good afternoon, Mo Lee. I'm just fabulous. How are you, brother? Well, I'm getting ready to bow down, of course, and kiss the shoes of the man who's sitting next to you and <laughs> right. Please pay, pay him homage. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, sir. So much. <laughs> um, if, if we let the world set expectations for our children, mm-hmm. those expectations will start low and they will stay there. Yes. We are can't charter school our way out of a dysfunctional school system. Mm-hmm. We cannot voucher our way out of a defunctional, dysfunctional school system. Mm-hmm. We cannot con- continue to contribute to the dysfunctional school system with respect to the uh, astounding, unbelievable uh, absentee rate that we have in our community. Mm-hmm. Now, we average 30,000 students a school year who miss 20 days or more of classes. Mm-hmm. That's an entire month. Yes, that's right. Now, I don't know about the two, I don't know about the two of y'all, but if I ever miss a month of classes <laughs> in yeah. any educational system, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, re- I'm repeating that year. That's right. Uh, the third grade is pivotal. It, it really is. What happens in the third grade is that you have that that pivot wherein the student is is moving from um, learning to read mm-hmm. to reading to learn. That's right. Yes. And and that pivot has to be complete by the fourth grade or else the problems will accumulate and build upon each other year after year after year. Mm-hmm. Um, brain science has shown that reading is not automatic. It's a longstanding reason to the need for sequenced, uh, sounded-out instruction along with books that... Um, will guide vocabulary and, and, and knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that, that is, that's long-term knowledge. And yet we still can't get to that point where our third graders are ready to move into the fourth grade being able to read at the third grade level. Um, three things I would do okay. in closing in terms of the curriculum. Now, you know, achieving an achieving school system has to be comprised of achieving schools, mm-hmm. and the characteristics of a, an achieving school is that you have a strong principal okay. uh, who articulates a, a clear vision of the school. Okay. You have to have a cohesive curriculum. 
uh, where lessons learned in one grade are built on in the next grade. And in truth, behold, lessons are built on a daily basis because what you learn on Monday, something is going to be learned on Wednesday that is built upon what you were supposed to have learned on Monday. Um, then extensive teacher training and, of course, active support uh, from parents. Every achieving school that we have known or been involved has those characteristics. Mm-hmm. It, just, it, it has worked forever. And somehow in Memphis, we, we forgot a lot about that. Three things I would, I would require in, in, in your curriculum, Doc. Mm-hmm. Um, music education, character education, mm-hmm. and chess. The sister, um, the sister has that, that chess in, in this book, Afrocentric School. But go on, please, brother. Um, chess develops the brain uh, at a young age, mm-hmm. and it's the best way to teach critical thinking, mm. uh, problem solving, mm-hmm. perseverance, and, and self-esteem. Also, you, you incorporate mathematics in it, and that is bishops move on diagonals, knights move at right angles. Mm-hmm. Hello, somebody. That's right. Um, it teaches reasoning, uh, and, and, and students not only see one turn, but they have to see around the turn. Mm-hmm. It's that thing you learn in law school is you're going to open the door. You better not open the door unless you know what the hell is behind the door. <laughs> That's right. And then chess students um, have intellectual capital. You know, smart is not something you are. Smart is something that you can become. Mm. It's, it, it's a journey. And, and what we need to be in our community in terms of, of the education of our, of our young people is to build resilient students. And that's not about having to teach them how to become successful. Right. To build resilient students is about teaching them how to respond when they're not successful. Mm. Mm-hmm. So black students who play chess and who study music, and music training helps develop language and reasoning. Uh, it's the mastery of memorization, but more importantly, with respect to the math, it helps to develop spatial intelligence. So what happens is that students perceive the world uh, and form mental pictures. I don't have to see it right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I have a mental picture of it. Mm. And, that, and, that in, and that improves math scores tremendously. Th- th- there's a lot out there that has been out there. Yes. And, w- and people have purposely overlooked it. Mm-hmm. So what we have are German students who are thoroughly enmeshed in learning about the Holocaust. French students about the, the, the Fran- France's brutal colonial past in Algeria and Vietnam. Irish students are well aware of the abuse caused by the Catholic Church. Spanish students study courses on the evils of fascism mm-hmm. and Spain's fascist past. And American students don't learn about the slave markets, the Trail mm-hmm. of Tears, mm-hmm. and Japanese internment camps in World War II. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we require enforced ignorance, mm. and we teach lies to our students. Jeez. And so it's mind-boggling to the rest of the world, why are we hell-bent on destroying our democracy? 
<laughs> and may you both continue to thrive. You too, Thank Molly. You, Thank you, Molly. 535 9342 one 800 Hi, Raymond. Hey, Bev, again, and thank you for taking my call again. All of, all of your callers. Bill, all of your callers this morning have been extremely intelligent, okay? Mm-hmm. And I would just like to add my little two-cent word. Okay. The, the, the concept of mat, M-A-A-T, according to ancient Egyptian wisdom, mm-hmm. is the universal order of things, not only in our quadrant of the universe, but throughout the universe, on every planet, in every quadrant, it is God himself. And in ancient Egypt, we were taught to live according to truth, justice, Justice, righteousness, Mm -hmm. and balance. Mm -hmm. In addition to what I just said, according to the late, great Dr. Eugene Robinson, who died at 93 years old, the reason we were able to survive the most horrible slavery system known to man is because we have, and this is scientifically proven, nine strands of DNA as opposed to everybody else on the planet only got as much as six. We, me and you, Beverly, Dr. Hub, mm-hmm. are the superior people. We are the original people. All other aspects of reality and civilization come from us. All right. Thank you, Raymond. I hear you. Thank you, Ben. Bye bye. And W D I A. Hi, caller. Hey, Bev. How are you doing? I'm doing well in yourself. I, I'm a first time first time caller. Welcome, but welcome. Let me- let me put the Memphis Police Department. Uh, let me give them kudos. And I'm, 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 I witnessed an accident on Union Avenue uh, probably about 20 minutes ago. And guess who um, was right behind the accident? The police chief. Mm, okay. She stopped and she directed the whole situation. Okay. She is a very caring person. I commend her for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she conducted the whole situation. She waited to to she coughed her back up. She waited to the ambulance and you know paramedics came. She I mean she is a very caring person. So if the people of whoever they are think that she is not a caring person. She did not leave that that car the the the, the car uh, that was involved in the accident. She took care of that patient. Okay. She was very, very, I'm talking with very, Bill. She stayed right there until help came. Okay. CJ, I commend you. I commend the police department. I commend the paramedics. I commend the traffic police. Okay. CJ Davis, I commend you. All right, caller. God bless you. Thank you, caller. Thank you, Bill. Bye-bye. Dr. Harper, we've had some good information mm-hmm. today and mm-hmm. good callers with, with questions and thoughts. Last thoughts that you have to say this day about, you know, when we're talking about Afrocentric education. Mm-hmm. 
I think that we all need to start thinking about and and doing the type of buying of these books mm-hmm. that I've talked. You might want to check out the African Village. I always do. Yeah. But you know, we, we need to start doing some reading. You know, we we, we yeah. have to get more educated about all the things that are going on around us. Things don't fall apart behind the fact that they just become old and fall apart. These things were built not to work. Mm-hmm. And they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. No one, no one on who is against us wants to have three year or th- third graders reading. <laughs> right. I mean, because they got money put on, put 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 into these privatized jails and prisons. So they don't they don't want these third graders reading. Come on, y'all know that. So my, my, my thinking is this. We have to educate ourselves and we have to start getting more proactive as well as we have to start getting a little bit pushy. Can get a little bit pushy, mm-hmm. right? We need to start doing some good trouble. Some good trouble. Yeah. To basically start forcing forcing the so-called education institutions to to put in place the things that work. And we know that once you start teaching children about themselves, about their culture, they start to like school. Mm-hmm. Bev, I hate going to school. Uh-huh. Center on three days a week, which we, yeah. we've seen we came to school. We go home and come back to school yeah. to play games, ping pong, and, and, and go to the gym and what have you. See, we don't, our kids don't like going to school anymore. They don't. See, who turned that off? Right. They don't like going to church anymore. <laughs> exactly. So all the institutions which basically groomed them, taught them and groomed them Come on. to want to be successful mm-hmm. have been turned against them. And therefore, we have to blame parents. But no, 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 no. Let's back that up. Let's blame the system, mm-hmm. which didn't make schools a, an environment where kids felt safe and where they felt that they were learning about themselves and things that could help them be successful in this world mm-hmm. and not just to have a job. Yeah. And, and Dr. Harper, when you go back and think about what our folks, we were scholars in geometry and That's right. astrology and science, right. all that stuff. Hey. We, we architect, we knew that. When, when, when those teachers 50, 60, 80, 100 years ago left institutions, they taught black history. Yes. They taught black history. And, and basically, they gained the students' attention because children learned about themselves and how powerful and how, how achievement-oriented that, that our ancestors had been. And from that basis, mm-hmm. from that basis of, of learning about self and, and feeling good about learning, mm-hmm. you want to learn everything else that's out there as well. Yeah. And see, that's missing. We're missing that foundation where you learn to love learning about yourself and learning about everything else in here in the world. And one of the things that I like here at this radio station, Nat D. Williams, who was the first on the air, he taught black history at Booker T. Washington. And I've talked to so many people who said Nat D. was my teacher. Back Mm -hmm. then they said my professor, my professor. And not only did he teach it at Booker T. Washington, he was teaching it right here on this radio station. Back in those days, I don't care if you had an associate or a bachelor's. Right. You were seen as a professor when you came and started teaching at our at our schools. Yes. Because you didn't come there with a little knowledge. You came with knowledge about everything. And you had expectations that your students were going to pass in spite of the social conditions that they were in. Mm-hmm. Or in spite of how much they didn't think they could do it. Right. It was your job. And you you saw it as a spiritual mission. Yes. To bring up these children and to, mm-hmm. and to teach them. Dr. Harper, I appreciate you bringing up this topic. Great topic today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate Dr. Warren Harper in the house. Can't wait to next session, Dr. Harper. Me either. (laughs) All right. Thank you, callers. Thank you, listeners, for joining us this day on the Bev Johnson Show. We do 
really do appreciate you. So until tomorrow, please be safe. Keep a cool head, y'all, and don't let anyone steal your joy. Until tomorrow, I'm Bev Johnson, and y'all keep the faith. The views and opinions discussed on The Bev Johnson Show are that of the host and callers and not those of the staff and sponsors of WDIA. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.